If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Hi. I'm just wiping my snotty nose on my hands before I say hello. I've oh. got that frustrated bit where it's stuck between the nose and the throat. Yeah, I hate that. Um, in our obviously classic tradition, Laura is eating. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm eating a Lidl's um coconut bar. Oh, delicious. Oh, oh my god, I got sent some of those brownies. Can we discuss mm. the brownies? Sarah's Mate. Creative Kitchen, is that what Sarah's it's called? Creative Kitchen. They are Lucky. the absolute boss. Oh, it's like having a punch between the eyebrows, isn't it? Though the amount of sugar, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I've gone into a different dimension. <laughs> oh my god, so good, but um, mm. yeah, d- delicious. Terrible Thanks, Sarah. T- absolutely terrible for me. And now that I know they exist, I will definitely have to order a lot more of them. Well, I have also. I'm waiting on it to arrive any minute now, and I'm quite excited actually. Um, have you heard of? I've only just started following them. The Something Smiths chocolate. The Chocolate Smiths. Oh, no. Mm. They're on Instagram and they do some like really funky, bizarre handmade chocolate. Oh, yeah. Good Christmas presents. Yeah. I mean, I've ordered them for myself because I'm a gutty twat. But <laughs> um, I've, I've ordered um, an apple pie, I think it was. Oh, oh, that is very unusual, isn't it? Very I unusual. Know. Oh, I know. Oh, banana bread one. Oh, fucking hell, I love a bit of banana bread. Mint chop chip. Nice. Can't remember what the classic, other one was. Classic. Classic. Um, yeah. Oh, and the salted caramel brownie bizarre bar. Oh, yeah, that also sounds but anything. Very so, I, I just love a bit of salt with chocolate. Isn't it the best? Finishes it off nicely. Salted caramel in li- the limp one with the sea salt. Oh, yeah. And cat- that's delicious. Lightning. Oh, no, it's too posh for you, isn't creamy. it? It's too creamy. It's just too rich. Creamy? Um, it's dark, this one. It's not creamy. Oh, all right. I do like dark chocolate. Do you know what? I, I realised, because I know, you know, we've got very different chocolate tastes, me and you. Although those posh ones sound good. We are like chalk and cheese. We are like you. chalk and cheese. But when I'm due on, uh, I always want shit, well, in my opinion, shit chocolate, i.e. Cadbury's, and uh, we'll just polish off a bar of dairy milk. It's the only time in my, the only time in my cycle that I would even consider it. Well, do you uh, not ever consider 
the fact that when it gets to this time of year, I don't really know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Basically, this time of year, do you not feel like a hibernating uh, hedgehog? Because I just feel like I'm I'm squirreling all the food at the moment. Yeah, yeah, um, oh yeah, and the Terrible Christmas food, food is in the shops already. It, this is dangerous. Even my own daughter. I mean, that Edith is a little foodie. She Love loves that. her grub, absolutely fucking loves it. We went to Tesco last week, walked down the Christmas aisle. She should have seen her little face. She was like, Aww. what is this magical place? <laughs> she was like stroking all the jocks and she was going, ooh, <laughs> mummy. Because this is the first time that she'll probably be conscious of Christmas even happening. Oh, it's such a lush, lush experience when they first become. And you know what? So Toby last year was probably the first year it, he was five. And it was like the first year that the penny, like full on 100 million cent dropped. And he was so fucking excited. Yeah, that's the same as Oliver was the same last year. Like it, the it, his face was so animated, like yeah. just like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it's very and sweet. I, I love that. I, I I get pumped off of that feeling. Me too. So, like, well, that's the thing with having kids. You get to relive Christmas, don't you? That like magical fantasy excitement of being a kid, of actually believing in something. Do you remember those days, Laura, actually believing in something? Steve and I are are still very much believers. I do. I do. For any children that might be listening, we don't want to ruin that. For evolution. <laughs> fucking, if your kid is listening to this, mate, you need to turn it off and contact social services. They should not be listening to this. Um, can I tell you uh, something that I did yesterday with chocolate? I mean, that sounds pretty. Oh, hello. Where did lewd. you put it? <laughs> it sounds really lewd. I used it as a absolute bargaining tool to get my children into the bath and then into bed, which probably isn't the best idea right before bedtime. But Rob was out, so I had to tackle. Oh, God. Double bath bedtime on my own, which, you know, we it's all horrific. know what Edith is like at bedtime. She's a wanker. But I managed to convince them to have a bath at the same time, which they never do. So I was like, I'm not getting in with my sister. But he got in there. <laughs> and, and in fact, it was Sarah's kitchen. She'd also sent me these like chocolate buttons that had, I don't know, little Halloween faces on something. And I waved that in their little faces and I tricked them. I was like, ooh, I'll give you oh, one of these. bums were in that bath before you knew it. Wait, it's the fastest I've ever seen them move to get upstairs. And they were there like, yeah, let's have a bath. Oh my God. And then <laughs> after all of that, like, and then if you do this and if you get, you've got to get into your pajamas because I'm not, I don't normally bribe. It's not normally a technique that I use that often, to be honest. I fucking bribe. But I fucking went for it hard and they lapped up every single second of it and then at the end when I'd given them this whole sort of spiel of like yes and you can I gave them probably about like enough to sustain a mouse for about half an hour I let them lick it I was like there you go you can lick that it's bedtime you can have the rest in the morning you can lick that it still works sniff it lick it put it the fuck down you're not fucking eating it though you should go to sleep it did it work although I've had such a shit night's sleep. Oh my God. Of course you I did wake up in the night. Yeah. But I, I woke up at four o'clock. Just, I don't know why I just did. I haven't been back to sleep. And then oh my Lord. kids were up at quarter past five. Oh God. Well, your children, what the fuck is wrong with them? Oh, I don't know what is going on with them. I just, I feel you so... broke them somewhere along the line. You really fucking broke them. Or maybe I broke mine and that's why mine's maybe I w- Maybe, I feel like maybe you've just forgotten about this time. I don't know. Two and a no, half mine, must mine, feel like a long time. Mine never got up at that time. Are you fucking joking? Oh, 
I hate you so much. No, mine just never did. I have aged so much in the last two years. For us, it's always been before 6 a.m. In fact, no, I'm going to say before 7 a.m. is just completely unacceptable. But what would you do if they did wake up then? Would you just leave them? Well, they never cried or screamed or anything like that. Or we'd bring them into bed with us and then they'd fall asleep with us. Yeah. Not Elliot. Elliot never liked that, but Toby did. But Elliot used to sleep 14 hours. Oh my God. So we'd put him to bed at seven and sometimes he would wake up at like quarter to 10 the following morning. Yeah, I know. This is torture to a woman with two children who aren't sleeping. But he was born screaming and he didn't stop screaming until he was about three months old. And we always said he's just catching up for lost time. Right, I'll fucking take that. Or I emo- or I emotionally broke my children that Maybe. they knew to not. And that's don't because I can't even bear the thought of <laughs> to that. To not cry out because mummy's not coming. Mummy's <laughs> not coming and I can't. That actually makes my chest hurt if I even think about that. But yeah, they, they've always been really good sleepers. This, I've read a lot about sleep. And before I had Edith, I was I was like, oh, it's just, it's well, I do. Oh my God, Because Oliver is a good sleeper. He has yeah. little, you know, moments where he'll wake up early or whatever normally to do with anxiety I think with him anyway consistently he's done seven to seven every night since he was about I don't know eight months old something like that whereas obviously we've had the polar opposite experience of Edith and she's made me realize that the techniques there's not a technique that will work on every child that is bullshit and anyone that tries to tell you that is fucking liar don't believe them because they're they're individuals aren't they And she has a completely different sleep need. And that's the thing. You can't expect them to just basically go with how you want things to go. Because she is her own person. Especially her. She is. Oh, she's just such a stubborn little shit bag. You can probably hear her. She's here today. Oh, is she? Yeah. So she's just with Rob whilst I record this. I just heard her then. She was going. Oh, I love Edith. This morning she woke up at fucking 20 past five. Oliver was already awake in our bed. And she just goes, mommy, daddy. Mummy, daddy, where are you? <laughs> That's Toby. From her room. Yeah. To- Toby has like no. So <gasps> he will wake up in the night and he'll get upset. And and I think I have I said previously, I think I might have said that if Steve goes in, it's just all fucking hell breaks loose. Yeah, he headbutted Steve the other day. He oh actually headbutted Steve. God. Steve was like, You've headbutted me. I'm, you know, it's at that point I go, I think I'm probably going to get out of bed now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it things might like be spiraling out of control. <laughs> and then I go in there and Steve's like, oh my God, my nose. And I just like rub the side of Toby's face and he lays back down on his pillow and he goes back to sleep. And Steve's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, why don't you do this for me? And why is it? You don't fucking get out of bed, Laura. And like Elliot will sometimes have bad dreams. So like I'll, you know, go in there and he's in a high-rise bed so I like find what, a hand a high-rise like a flat a block of flats he's in a high-rise bed <laughs> yeah a block of flats he's at the fucking ceiling mate you can't get any higher than oh, that's so funny uh, um, you know what I am your, do your kids share a bedroom no no I'm, I've kind of got the fear but I feel like it might be a bit of a solution for us because Edith is just so like, she just wants someone around she wants someone near her and I'm driving and rather than me Oliver can take the brother that emotional neediness <laughs> I know loads of people who say their children share and they're and they're like it works really well yeah well we're going on holiday for half term um, so we're gonna they were gonna be sharing a room so I'm, I'm gonna see how that goes and see how much of a you know, this is the thing though this sleep stressing me out this much going away she's really looking forward to it do you think I am no, no. 
because all I can worry about is the fucking sleeping arrangement. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so I'm going to need to get them back to bed so they can have enough time. Like, just like this whole ridiculous, like, Edith needs to come home from nursery an hour and a half before you want her to be in bed because she mm. needs to decompress from nursery and just have a bit of time at home. So we're going to have to do that. This is so boring. This is so fucking boring. But this is the shit that wakes me up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm still there at five. Going, you know, you're talking to the person who uh, projects forward every single ounce of her life. So, I mean, yeah. I totally get it. We're coming to London, aren't we, in a couple of weeks. We're going to see you as a whole family. And I've already thought about the sleeping arrangements. And Are you in a hotel? Yeah, and a hotel sharing room. A hotel sharing room gives me the absolute fear. Yours are a bit older, so I think you'll be all right because they can yeah. they can handle staying up a bit later, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They can. I mean, Toby will Toby will be an emotional fucking wreck about everything right. because he'll be tired. But yeah, um, yeah I, like I I just think I've gone fuck it. Let's just go and do these things because otherwise we'll never do them. Because sharing a hotel room should not put you off. From know, experiencing then, life Well uh, let's discuss that When you're living through that hell <laughs> yes. who I am And yeah. no one's asleep And you're like yeah. Fuck this shit I'm never going away again But this is <laughs> and you know what, Your kids are right Because they're a bit older I think you'll be fine it's, it's when they're really little And it's just like Sleep then Is so much more precious Than when they're A little bit older A hundred percent Yeah I think sleep is always precious When you're a parent Because it's fucking exhausting But in those earlier days It's yeah. it, it, it's, it's, a, it's an obsession yeah, it really is. I was fucking obsessed with both of their sleep, their naps. Well, they must make sure they have their nap. But with Toby, I was more like, well, Toby's going to have his nap out and about because obviously he has to do school run and shit. Yeah. But with Elliot, I was so anal about it. I was like, we must be home by this time because oh, no, he I, must lay down and I have a like, nap. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, Yeah. I I could. I had a whole sleep. I had like a diary that I kept. I had the weirdest dream last night. That's just broken it. Oh, go on. (laughs) What? It was so weird and yet fucking hilarious. I think it's because of the picture you sent me last night. (laughs) And then me thinking about the fact that I'm coming to London and seeing all of you. And (laughs) you were in the room and Rob came into the room, but Rob had massive fucking eyebrows. Well, you were going to say balls then. <laughs> no, his eyebrows were huge and he had a very small forehead and like his <laughs> hairline was really low down. And I remember thinking, you know, I thought That's he was so really attractive. Right but what happened? <laughs> what happened? That's so funny. And just for context, I sent Nora a photo of us in our yoga I'll wind down yoga. Um, and it is the rather obscene shadow of Rob doing the happy baby. And we're, we're going to put it on Instagram. Yeah, 100%. Because it you, absolutely you know what, looks like he's about to get pegged. It's hilarious. I really think that you could do some hilarious uh, shadow puppetry <laughs> with Rob that we should see. Like you, like with your hand looking like it's going up his back. Yeah, definitely. There's so oh. much... So funny It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous man Did he know you were taking that picture? Yeah yeah I was like stay there Stay there and I want to show Laura It was so dark Like you, I didn't think I was going to take it And then my phone was like Night mode activated <laughs> I love it <laughs> Steve and I had a right chortle to it Oh but you did um, How are you? I don't I even know if we've established that I think, I don't, I Oh you woke mate. up early Yeah I'm very tired As always very what's tired. new I think last last week I was also on a 4am wake up Wasn't I? Two fucking weeks in a row It's potentially this 
Except there's a lot going on. And also, um, obviously, I've still got the renovations and that's all come to a complete standstill now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Um, I think, have you got an icebreaker this week? Oh, I did have a good icebreaker question that I thought of and then I forgot it. Okay. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh, my God. Well, my mum, my mum has always said to look after three things your tits, your teeth, mm. and your skin. And I think those are actually three very valid pieces oh. of advice for anybody. Um, so what she means by that is always wear a well-fitting bra. I mean, it transforms an outfit, yeah. does it not? It does. It does. It makes everything fit differently. You, young lady, your bra on that last video, that needs to it's be burnt. It's isn't it? It's appalling. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, I know. Mate, I've got it on Please today. Tell me it's... Oh, you have not. No, I, I need someone to send me a new one. I don't like buying them. You need to take Trish's advice. All right. Well fitting bra. A well fitting I mean, well, yeah. My boobs uh, stayed in. Not... <laughs> yeah, it just needs to be fucking washed. Just... <laughs> I think it's beyond washing now. It is. It looks beyond what that is headed for the for the for, not even for the recycling. I don't know. I don't know what you'd recycle it into. I hate to cut this short. Go on. We have fucking mice in our house. Oh, really? Have you just seen one? No, I can hear the little prick. Oh, yeah. I mean, I live in London, so that's just like standard. Oh, I've got a really sensitive nose. Okay. Like it's, it's, it's really bizarrely sensitive. It's what, uncanny. Smell? Rob's, yeah, to smell. Like I can really fucking smell shit. And uh, it always really freaks Rob out because he's like, how do you know? How can you do that? Always had it since a kid. It's, I, can't, I couldn't even change a bin when I was little because I could almost smell every individual thing in the bin. It was really wow. overwhelming. And um, I came downstairs and I was like, have you checked the mice traps recently? He was like, no, go and check them. Oh my God. There's a fucking mouse in the mouse trap, And it was like fresh as well. He was like, that's when you've been there for maybe a day. How the hell did you smell that? It's like, I can fucking smell it, man. I can smell it. You, it's in you my can, nostrils. You're, you're like a dog, like a Yum. sniffer dog. Like if I were to actually open my mouth, you'd be able to sniff out of out a cavity. Oh, definitely. If Instagram goes tits up, that's what I'm going to become a sniffer dog. Next career, me and me and the, me and the Labradors. This this mouse is pissing me off though because I'm not going to lie, mate. We have had to put we've had to go into um, poison territory. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. I, I do not give a shit. Well, this if I could this little no, if I could poison not, those foxes and not get arrested, I would fucking be there, mate. But that uh, is illegal and I will not do that. Is it illegal or is it just frowned upon? Yes, because they're wildlife. And they are not wildlife. <laughs> said that really weird, didn't I? <laughs> you're not allowed to, they're not vermin. If it's but mice and rats and whatever, that's vermin, you're allowed to poison them. But you're not allowed to poison wildlife. Well, this little car. I'm like, how the fucking, it, explain to me how this urban streetwise douchebag fox is wildlife. The building work has made them go mental and they are shitting everywhere. Yeah, have you got they're... Patrick to piss yet? Haven't got Patrick to Where piss yet. Where you go? Yet. I've got no fucking He's time not here for you, mate. No time for Patrick's you. Gone. Patrick's gone. Patrick's, Patrick's gone. Patrick's Patrick on hold. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, shit, mice, they're horrible. And and then you just not get really freaked out by them. When we moved in and we took up all the floorboards and everything, there was mouse shit everywhere. And we found those two dead skeleton rats behind the fridge when we moved the fridge oh, stuck Jesus. on glue paper. 
That's the worst. Don't you, use glue traps. No, well, this vile. It's just cruel. Yeah, you know, really like we, we've done the nicer route of poisoning them. Just poison them and let them die slowly. To, die slowly. Or somewhere Spice. else. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's quite quick, actually. It's quite quick. But like I, I'm I'm pretty terrified of the kids even sniffing it. Because they could then die. So uh, having this in the house has really caused quite a bone of contention, you could say. A, a high level of anxiety. Yeah, so I was looking at the stuff on Amazon and I was like, Steve, they look, they look like sweets. Oh, I can't even have them in the shed. And Steve's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, oh my God, what if our children just like, I don't even want them to touch it. We're to get some, we're to put it where it needs to go. And then it goes in the bin. And Steve's like, Laura, calm down. You need to have a bait station. Have you got a bait station? Yeah. Bait station it's activated. <laughs> bait station activated. I'm bait stationed up. I fucking love that term. It's so ridiculous. We've got about 20 bait stations in this oh, house. Oh, we've got one. I put, put them fucking everywhere, Rob. This, this little wanker, though, he's in the plinth, so that's where the poison is. He's in the right. fucking plinth. And I think that he must literally just be sticking his dick in it and then coming back out and wandering off because <laughs> he ain't dead. I can hear him in there. Steve's like, oh my God, he's chewing through our electrical cables. Um, We're all going to die. Yeah, but it's not going to be one of them. It will be shitloads of them because they breed like motherfuckers, don't they? Oh God, they're just such a pest. I I do know somebody who uh, housed them, didn't get pest control in and allowed it to... Do not be friends with that person and never, ever eat anything in their house or drink off any of their cups. (laughs) The mouse willies will literally have rubbed the rim of every cup. Oh my god! But they piss everywhere as well. That's why it smells. They just fucking rank piss shit. Chew is is it is a fire hazard. They are a fucking fire hazard. They can kill you. I'm sure you. someone will be like, I can't believe that you're a poison animal. Yeah, bore off, mate. They're not in your house. I do genuinely like. I I am a big lover of wildlife. You know that. I do love wildlife. I know you don't. I do. I don't like flies. I know you don't. <laughs> Just because I hate the foxes doesn't mean I hate all other wildlife. Well, I feel like that automatically makes you hate everything else. Yeah, I mean they're else. fucking cunts. I would like a fox in a forest, but not in a <laughs> urban in garden. A forest. How dare that fucking fox! Being born into wildlife that is not a forest, but um, uh, if 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 said wildlife even remotely threatens the life of my children, i.e., they could cause an electrical fire, then I will take them down. I will be terminating them. I will with maximum bait station nation. Yeah, <laughs> bait station nation. God, but back to the advice then. We've yeah. absolutely gone so I know. far. Right, my your so advice is pretty tits, good. Tits, teeth, um, skin. Yeah, teeth. Obviously, I mean that's like brushing, standard in it. I mean, twice already, a day, floss. Brushing, brushing, trying to go to the dentist. I need to go to the dentist and skin. Dentist. Just moisturize it. My mom's got the nicest skin in the world. She's like pretty wrinkle free. She's seventy three and wrinkle free. Uh, yeah, Seventy three and wrinkle free. <laughs> I'll put that in a birthday card. <laughs> the birthday yesterday. Ah, uh, happy birthday, Trish. Happy birthday, Drish. That's definitely doesn't fucking listen to this. She doesn't even know what a podcast is. It's so hilarious. She's like, so what is a podcast? How do you listen to it? Is it on the radio? Does she have an Alexa <laughs> in the radio? Because if she says... No, my dad oh. won't. He'll be like, the, the authorities are listening to everything that I'm saying and reporting it. Like, to who? No one gives a shit about what you're fucking talking about, Dad. <laughs> Get over it. Because if you now ask... 
Alexa. Oh, I know. So what was really place. funny was that I was listening to your stories and you said Alexa and it put fucking no holes barred on That's my That's why Alexa. I did it. Because I thought for every Alexa that would have been in the room, everybody would have been charged in that moment with... No holes barred, no holes barred, no holes barred. Do you know what? I don't uh, I don't actually know what life would be like without Alexa now because Alexa does our TV as well. Really? Oh, yeah, it's so good. It is so good. But we don't so have you can Alexa be like, downstairs. Alexa, find me comedies. And it would just come up with loads of options. Like that. It's really good. And it's, it's really I good see for what the kids. You mean. On the actual yeah. physical TV. Yeah, controls the TV. So it'll turn it on and then what? select the program for you. I oh, know, mate, it's life changing, especially with the little ones, because they can say, you know, even Edith now is like, Alexa, Peppa Pig. <laughs> That's so funny. But she'll just, what makes me laugh about is that she'll just randomly, we'll be out in the street and she'll be like, Alexa, play Twinkle Twinkle. <laughs> like, no, no, she's, mate, not she, here, she's not here. She's not an entity that floats around waiting for your every whim. Oh, she's not a so nanny. Funny. <laughs> I wish she fucking was. So do I. Okay, so moving on. My advice, I don't actually, I don't believe I've ever had the best advice ever given to me. Get therapy. Um, Which was by who? Me! (laughs) (laughs) So you you were the one that gave me the best, uh, yeah, get therapy. And please, for the love of your own boobies, buy a new bra. Yeah, and also it is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so check oh, them too. There you go. Make sure if you've got a pair of boobies, or if you don't have a pair of boobies, uh, even male um, men can get breast cancer. Yeah, they can. They're just it's just little fatty mounds of flesh, aren't they? Yeah. So um, glandular. Check with glands in them. Have a feel. And if something don't feel right, do you know? I I have to say that's not something that I do regularly enough. Me neither. I feel like I know I'm getting to age where I've got to do it now. If I do do it, it will be in the shower on a, on a well yeah. lathered boob. It's a bit like my pelvic floor, and the thing is, both of those things need more of my attention. It's in, it is imperative we check our boobies and look out for any signs of change. It's the same thing when when we talked about uh, the uh, gynecological cancers. It's the same thing. It's about being familiar with your body yeah. so that when something does change that you notice it straight away because that's where I think you miss things because if you don't know that there's anything has changed then how the fuck are you supposed to detect there's anything wrong or anything up with your body and would you just like a little update from the old uh, (laughs) which one backlog of bumper yeah is it is it gone no it hasn't gone she's been diagnosed oh she has diverticular diverticulitis Diverticulitis disease That's what she's got She's got it I fucking called that last week Oh no you did Oh my god You're a medical professional <laughs> It's only because my dad told me once About what diverticulitis is And then what that means is You just have pouches in your colon That store feces That's what um, Yeah She said I was like How the fuck do you Deal with that Yeah So she said She has to be Really conscious of her gut health Surely she is a very gut health conscious person. She's got a very healthy gut. I'm very surprised by it. Very she surprised needs by it. But there you go. <laughs> she wouldn't have that. She'd be like, no. No, what she'll do is she'll probably, fer- well, she she does things like ferments her own cultures. <laughs> have you ever had um, sauerkraut before? I love sauerkraut. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, do you hate it? I fucking eat that. I eat that nearly every day, mate. That's a fantastic gut health it's such a fun, it is isn't it yeah. and um i love kimchi as well do you like that 
What is it? It's like a it's like a spicy version of it. No, then that'll be a no. I think it's I think it's Korean. Um, it's delicious. My friend is German and she eats sauerkraut like it's fucking porridge. Honestly, I love it. I love it on anything. Oh. I have it on a bit of toast with some avocado and some chili and a boiled egg. It's lovely. Think of the farts on that one, I- mate. <laughs> <laughs> I love the crunch to it But it's like the fact that my friend Will eat it all on its own in a bowl That's the bit that Oh I will do that Hit the gag reflex But I think I could probably manage it With a bit of avocado and egg Yeah it's really nice Mm. It's really good for you It's very good for you Um, So yeah there you go Oh, And can I give you another Little tidy up time as well Because this one I thought was lovely So remember we um, shared the story About the porno dad last week Which by the way was so fucking funny Uh, I just kept laughing about that For ages afterwards Um, So someone emailed in Hi ladies I just wanted to say big hello After you read out my sister-in-law's story (gasps) this week About her dad No way My father-in-law and his naughty Netflix adventures When you started reading the story, I nearly crashed the car when I realised who it was. And I literally had tears laughing all the way through at the way you handled it. (laughs) Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Thank God. Thank God. That's obviously there was a bit of worry. I could have gone one way or the other, couldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you lost yourselves to inappropriate laughter halfway through made it even more hilarious, as this is often my sister-in-law and my go-to coping mechanism. It's one of the reasons we are such good friends as well as in-laws. It's also one of the reasons we both love listening to your show and have got us both laughing through some pretty tough times lately, including the death of my own mum and the four months I isolated from my family to look after her at home. Oh, my God. And the mental health issues we have both had due to grieving and lockdown and the rest of the shit the world has thrown at us as a family since January 2020. You both have been a reason to laugh and keep going through it all. And we are both truly grateful. Even if you don't read this out on air, please just know that we love you and keep doing what you're doing. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I've got like those pimples. Oh, that's so lovely, isn't that it? That hurt my chest. And that's the, the thing, That hurt it? my chest cavity. Not my heart. My <laughs> actual heart. chest cavity. The whole of my chest hurts. <laughs> oh, but this is what we say all the time. It's like talking about really difficult things that aren't easy to talk about. Mm. If you just bring humor into it, it just makes it so much easier to handle, doesn't it? Yeah. And I really do think that, you know, there's a lot, most things you can see the funny side of. There's very, very few things. Oh, how lovely. How wonderful. How also, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. So sorry you lost your mum. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so uh, just off the back of the old uh, pensioner wanking story, we've had another story in that is also related to um, someone of a slightly older age and masturbation, and it's very funny. Would you like me to read that one? Go on, then. All right. Hi, girls. Currently sat on the beach with my pooch getting my weekly fix of your podcast. I have a story that relates to the horny widower. (laughs) Horny widower? Widower, yeah, that was the last oh, one. Okay. It? Was, yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> we don't know that though. We don't know because he could be watching Strictly Sexual and it be strictly unsexual. Strictly unsexual. Yeah. Um, years ago, when my husband and I were buying our first house, we had to move in with his parents. There were several times when it just be me, father-in-law, and at the time, our little eighteen-month-old. I started noticing a particular routine that father-in-law had. He would have his breakfast, tidy up, 
do the dishes. And then there was one part of his routine that took me a while to figure out what it was. He would disappear into his computer room and with him being a tram enthusiast, tram. oh, sexy, I just thought he was being nerdy. I soon realised he was having a daily wank to some good old porn on his big boxy 95 computer, Windows 95 <laughs> computer. May I also add that father-in-law was very deaf, so some of the sounds coming oh, from the room mate. were quite loud and traumatising. Oh, it took me a few weeks before plucking up the courage to tell my husband, who then immediately confronted his mum, who then confronted his dad. It was a very awkward couple of days of denial and excuses oh, until no. finally fessed up and brought me home a massive bouquet of flowers. The dad, an apology. Oh God, I just oh, wouldn't God. cope with that. Just don't do the. No. Just let's just like let's just move on. Do you know what let's I mean? Just, uh, I wouldn't even be aware. able to be in the same room as him ever again. And you know, it is a completely natural thing to yes, do. Natural, but not in the not. proximity of your father-in-law or your daughter-in-law. It's the noise. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what he was watching. Do you reckon it was? Oh, it sounds like it was probably a bit harder than strictly, strictly sexual, though. <laughs> Tram, trams up the bum. <laughs> That famous, that famous porno. Um, hadn't thought of that for years. We can all la- laugh about it now, but my God, it was so awful at the time. It, I think that the worst part is him having to give a fucking apology. Like, the worst oh, part is the flowers. Imagine that. What he wrote? Was it a letter? Oh, like oh, but your cummy hands have been on it. Like ah. <laughs> uh. This is where it comes back to the same thing. You're like, yeah, but, you know, parents are just human beings and we just need to accept the fact that they're sexual entities. And I'm like, no. No. Not one (laughs) bit of me ever wants to acknowledge that my dad or my mum have ever had any form of sexual contact. And I know that that's how they made me, but I would much rather fucking die. I will deny it. (laughs) I would much rather fucking die than acknowledge that to their face. (laughs) Well, he's hearing it, isn't it? It's like no, I think oh, it's no. Now that they've watched oh. it, is one thing, but hearing them in the act to hear that, obviously the bit where oh god, and bless it, breaks yeah, my no. heart that he was yeah, but also the noises of like oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, but it's the fact that he went out and got flowers that breaks my heart <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Wank flowers. Like, and, I'm and so like, sorry. I'm so sorry. You heard me masturbating. Yeah, dear Katie, I just want to apologise. a letter <laughs> with my with my penis <laughs> to offer my sincere apologies for wanking within earshot. I'm so sorry for the noises you must have heard. For any, I hope this does not affect our relationship going forward. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, too late for that. And having to live in that house as well, I wouldn't have managed two weeks of silence. Also, you just think, I mean, I don't know how long they were there for, but just wait till everyone's gone out. Well, sometimes you can't, especially if that's his routine, you know? my I, I quite like a routine. I was going to say, I've got quite a routine. I get up in the morning, I brush my teeth, I get dressed, I have breakfast. If that routine is disrupted, it can discombobulate me. Where's your wank night? Where's that falling? Mate, it ain't in the morning and it ain't after breakfast. No. <laughs> Probably at night time right before I go to bed. Where's Steve? He's probably just sat downstairs unaware, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like resigned that yeah. 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 It's been He's a while downstairs. to be fair. It's it's been a while. You know, it's amazing what a breakdown will do. 
True, I know. Really I mean, it's the last is. thing on your mind. I, I just, I'm too, too fucking tired. Yeah, there is that too. Level of fucking it's exhaustion. Not it's not a priority. Although saying that, I always like to have like a Monday wank because I feel like, yeah, it's quite regular. Do you? Thank God it's not Monday. That would be awkward. <laughs> because it, I've, I've been with my family for too long. It's like three days in a row of just constantly having. But like, I think what I mean is like, I'm so, I'm not, I, I'm, I have to, I give so much of myself mm. to everyone being a mum and whatever and looking after the kids and I've got them Friday have Edith on a Friday, so I've got kids for three days. You have and it's to parent so, you, three whole days. It's just so intense, though, and it feels like I don't have a single second to myself yeah. at all. And come Sunday night, I've had a fuck enough with a lot of them. I just want everyone out. And Rob generally works in the office on Monday, so I have Mondays on my own. Yeah. And I'll do work, whatever, and I'll be like, oh, but I've got the builders here, haven't I? And I'm like, oh, can I quickly sneak one out before they... Re-? I mean, they're not coming upstairs. I was going to say you can bit. still do it well, although I don't it's know just that feels fear. a bit of a danger. That's a bit of a danger, Wank. Because occasionally one of them will come in. And it would only take for one of their voices to be chirped up and I'd lose it instantly. Yeah. Or they'd like come upstairs trying to look for me to ask me a question about the foundations. And, and your legs spread. on the bed with like three vibrates up my fanny. Four vibrates up my fanny. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I mean, it's been, it has been a while because I'm like you, just too tired. But um, yeah, I, I understand the need for a regular pattern of masturbation. Not every day, <laughs> but maybe when we're in retirement, we'll rekindle that. Oh yeah, time. definitely. Yeah. I mean, you got what you got, there's nothing else to do, is there, when you're a pensioner? Go food shopping. Yeah. But what, every day? You know what? This is why when I retire, I don't want I, I want to go away. Every, like I want to just travel the world because I can't bear the thought of waking up and doing the same shit. Like you you lived your entire life to wait to get to a point where you just go, oh, today I'm going to fart and I'm going to eat some toast. Like I can't no. bear it. It's depressing, man. Yeah, it's so depressing. And if I get to that point and that's exactly what I do, then fuck it. But at least I'll be completely unaware of it because I will have I don't know. I don't want to do it. I don't, I want, don't to. want to do it. Um, I want to still be wanking, basically. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Well, you might be. You might not be. You know, let's just go with it. Um, so I've got an agony arm. Um, so I was listening to this week's episode where you were talking about first crushes and it suddenly brought back to mind my first crush. Pretty sure I've never told anyone this and it's hard to understand why. My first crush was what <laughs> with Robin Hood. That's fine. Normally, totally understandable, right? Not when you're 39 and the Robin Hood you're referring to is the fucking Disney cartoon fox. I've been having a lot of online therapy. I shouldn't laugh. I've been having a lot of online therapy the last year, not because of said cartoon animal crush, many issues, um, mainly self-esteem, etc. And I'm proud of how much I've grown. But I'm wondering if, wondering if maybe having a crush on a Disney character has possibly left me with some unrealistic expectation and issues. LOL. <laughs> um, I, I'm just going to put it out there. I uh, second that crush. He was an absolute babe. It's his voice. Hang on. I'm not fucking done. Go on. Anyway. Do you think I'm a freak or have you ever had a crush on a fake cartoon character, but a cartoon animal? God, it sounds so fucked up every time I write it, holding head in shame. Well, first of all, don't hold your head in shame because it's not necessarily the actual character that you are um, flicking your bean over. It is the voice. Yeah, he's got a sexy he voice. He has a very he? sexy voice. And 
he is a hero. Sexy. He's sexy. He takes control. He demands attention, but he's kind and he's good and he's wholesome. Why the fuck wouldn't you fancy him? <laughs> All right, Laura, you're getting a bit moist there, <laughs> talking about old Robin Ed. He is. I know. I can hear his voice in my head. I know. It's very it's a sexy very, voice. Very, very soothing, isn't yeah. it? It's nice. I love that film. That's one of my favourite Disney films, I think, of all of them. I agree. Um, the, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of good songs. Loved all the songs. I had that Little on the John. bloody album as well. Oh, my God. I was such a weird kid. So, I, yeah, I wouldn't feel shame about that whatsoever. No, and also, um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the female in that, what was her name? Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. She was so beautiful. I know, but... Do, it I was unrealistic expectations yeah. of what a woman should, woman should look like, yeah. but... Everything about her, her voice was. But she had great tits. She, she had a great pair of tits and a lush <laughs> ass as well. And she was a redhead. And she was a redhead. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, I, I liked her too. But completely unrealistic. Never ever going to look like that. I'm trying to think if there's any other characters like cartoon characters. I think that the even though it's a fox, I do take offence that he's a fox. Yeah. Maybe you know, had I have watched that, having my lived my experience of foxes. <laughs> As a child, I probably wouldn't have felt the same way about no, him. Are you honest but to God? Now... I cannot get over how hilarious it is, how much you fucking hate foxes. I fucking hate them so much. They make my house stink because it just smells of fox piss everywhere. Like just around the area anyway, because there's so many foxes. There's like little patches of where you can walk down certain streets and you're like, fuck it all. So I have to like, I've been bleaching the outside of my house every day. Pour a load of bleach, give it that's a boil. That's great. That's, that's just amazing for the environment, anyway. So, <laughs> well done. Well done for killing all other wildlife. <laughs> it's fine. It's London. There's no wildlife here. Don't tell me that you like David Attenborough and pour bleach outside your fucking house every day to stop it smelling <laughs> like piss because of foxes. I also put biological powder. I put biological powder down as well and do that. I read that somewhere. It doesn't work. It's supposed to deter them. It doesn't work. Oh, what? Like the salt circle for a ghost? The only thing that will fucking deter them is a fucking shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. That's what I need. If you ever see like a news article when it comes around and it's basically Vic with a shotgun. Oh, right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of another... Yeah, I think delightful. I do think we need to just soothe week. this, oh, yeah, this lady's on. fear. It's completely of acceptable. Fancying cartoons, absolutely fine. Yeah, there's a whole genre of porn, isn't there? That's like yes, anime. There is. Yeah. If you ever watched there Working Mums, the the big dingling in that, she there was a whole episode on her um, getting off on anime porn. I, I it doesn't do it for, that doesn't do it for me. No, I I prefer an actual person. If uh, Robin Hood was wanking one out. Say, I don't think I'd like that. I wouldn't but like just, that. It's just him as a general guy. Because like. then you can hear the voice, and then you can imagine him being saying dirty things to you. Yeah, <laughs> but it not being him, it being the person. But then it, you know she could potentially be you know like not have much trust in men, and that's why she would prefer to have the you know alter ego of a cartoon character. Yeah, but she was like, and she's saying it was her first crush. So she's talking about when she was a child. No, she's thirty nine, mate. So that's her first ever crush is when she's 39. That's that's no. quite old to be first I'm guessing crush, isn't she it? obviously says, hang on. Let's clarify this. So if you if you're 39, not when you're your 39 and you're referring to the Robin Hood in the fucking Disney cast as in the Disney cartoon. Although box. maybe she's saying that uh, she still fancies him if the crush has never gone crush, away. Yeah. 
it's never gone away and i i think there's an element of that where she feels safer because she doesn't trust he's not real men there you go. Therapy there you go. Up. There's another psychoanalytic analysis for you. Well done. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming to our TED talk. <laughs> oh, don't. I want to do a TED talk. What would you do a TED talk on? Anxiety, obviously. I'm the fucking queen of it. PTSD, mental health. Oh, she's, if you already got it scripted, have you? Being transformative in, in I've not thought about it at all. Hang on, let me get my script out. Um, <laughs> I would love to do a TED talk on mental health and just female empowerment and how our uh, mental health is linked with um, our self belief and how our self belief and self esteem can change our mental health. Absolutely. All the better. Amen, sister. Oh, how the hell do you get to do a TED I talk? I don't know. So. I think I'll have to ask them. Just, hi, can I speak to Ted Talk, please? Can I speak to the head of Ted? I want to do a yeah. talk. But nobody wants nobody wants to do Ted Talks. I'm sure people are falling over themselves yeah, to try and get a Ted Talk. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna invest some time into figuring out how to do it. Yeah, I couldn't think of any worse. You know, I'm like standing in front of audiences. Oh, I'd be shitting myself, but you know. Yeah, but you'd smash it. I've seen you talk publicly, you'd be amazing. Thanks. You'd be amazing. Oh, thanks. Um, Let's move on. Let's move on to well. The end. It's the end of another, another episode. And I think that we should probably mention that in a couple of weeks' time, we will be having a break, but that does not mean oh, that yes, we will be right. physically removed from your ears. We are just going to be... Um, We're going to take some family time, Jamming some shit together and making some content and putting it out yeah. for you in the October half term. And Christmas holidays, because yeah. obviously we have children at school and we aren't, um, we're not fucking superheroes, are we, Laura? We can't do everything. No, we, we want two weeks off, mate. And we want to have a little holiday. Yeah. So even if that holiday will be spent, well, possibly in um, uh, not a new house for me. Oh. <laughs> Renovations might not be finished by then. Yeah, it will be all let's, right. Let's, let's not go there. That when it happens. Uh Okay, so uh, if you want to keep sending your stories in, you can do by emailing us at noholesbarredpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? Uh, they can go on over to our Instagram page at noholesbarredpodcast <laughs> no and they can go to our DM. And uh, we've had some really funny memes pasted on the uh, oh account recently, my God, So it's worth following us just for some lols. Just for, some, just just for the mega lols. Uh, yeah, it's been wonderful as always, Laura. And um, guess, yeah, see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. See you next Tuesday, mate. See you next Tuesday. Bye bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams. And to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process. So I enlisted my old chum, the filter free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.